Smoking and Drinking in Space is a proud member of the Earglue Media Network. I got it. Oh! I got it! All right, this is it! Now listen close. There's a priest, a minister, and a rabbi. They're out playing golf, and they're trying to decide how much to give to charity. So the priest says, well, we'll draw a circle on the ground, we'll throw the money way up in the air, and whatever lands inside the circle, we we'll give to charity. The minister says, no, we'll draw a circle on the ground, we'll throw the money way up in the air, and whatever lands outside the circle, that's what we give to charity. The rabbi says, no, 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 we'll throw the money way up in the air, and whatever God wants, he keeps. Hmm. Oh, I get it. <laughs> What's the matter? Is he laughing? Yeah! Yeah! And, and the joke wasn't even that funny, and I think I screwed up the punchline! <laughs> Whatever God wants, he keeps. Oh, you look kind of shook up. Yeah! It's really true! Spontaneous emotional response! I am alive, yes? Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. This week, we discuss the film that asked the question, what if a robot starred in Saturday Night Fever instead of John Travolta? This film stars Carrie Mahoney, Lieutenant Thaddeus Harris, and outcast Allison Reynolds. It's 1986's Short Circuit. With me, as always, is James and Rob. How are you guys doing this week? Good. That's been a shitty week. Oh, sorry to hear that. Moving on. Yeah, we really don't care. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Nobody does. I don't care. Let's move on. I don't want to fucking rehash it. Let's just go. Right. In case you were wanting some pity sympathy here. No. I knew I wasn't going to get any fucking pity sympathy from you two clowns. I'm just hoping that the listener hears the pain in my voice and sympathizes with me. But they're probably like, fuck it. Where's the fast forward button? Or at least he had a worse week than I did. One or the other. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> now my week was okay. Um, who's got did, news wait, this Rob, week? Rob, did you ask? No. No, I, I, don't, I didn't. I, I don't, what? Because I didn't I, care. I didn't ask either. I don't care. Fuck y'all. I, I'll give my opinion if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's my show. I do what I want. <laughs> I'll do what I want. I I was at least nice enough to ask you two how your week was. I mean, I don't really care, but I asked. I put forth (laughs) the effort. I wasn't even going to put forth the effort. I don't care. I noticed. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Who's got news? I do. Quentin Tarantino wants to do a rated R Star Trek, and I'm all for it. I just yeah. want to see, I want to see the bridge crew, like come out like Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. That's all I want in life is to see Kirk, Spock, Uhura, Chekhov, Scotty, uh, fucking I don't even know who else. Is there anybody at Sulu? Sulu, come yeah. Out, yeah, come out in like suits. Out of like fucking reservoir Dude, dogs, gonna, some kind of sixties music not, playing. No, they're gonna I, be wearing track suits, man. Like, <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> that's all I want. Uh and so apparently he wants to do this rated R movie. He's like, if I do it, it's gonna be rated R because I'm fucking Quentin Tarantino. It's not fucking raw. Yeah, all his rated movies R. are rated R. Right. Well, apparently, like people in the Trek universe, uh, like fans, the Trekdom. I don't even know what they fucking call themselves anymore. Trekkers, Trek- Trekkies, Trekkers, Trekkies, 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 whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I, I don't care. They're all up nerds. In yeah, fucking nerds. Uh, but William Shatner's like, uh, didn't they fucking swear on Discovery? Like, I don't hear anybody fucking, you know, bitching about that shit. 
And he didn't really say that. What he said was, why are people plotsing about this? I don't even know what fucking plotsing means. Uh, it's my understanding that Star Trek Discovery is used expletives in some episodes. Why aren't people melting down over that? Oh, they did back then. The first time no, it didn't. happened. They're like, yeah, the first time they were all like, oh my God, they cussed. Yeah, I don't, it was why like an episode. Like, why are the Trek fans so fragile? Uh, dude, I, okay, so there are two different types of Trek fans. Like, I didn't want to get into this, but I will because you, you said So there's Trekkies and there's Trekkers. And there's a What's difference. What's the difference besides like the spelling? Trekkie, right. No, the Trekkies are, like, I'm not a Trekkie. I'm a Trekker. And Trekkies are, like, super hardcore. Uh, they have to, um, like, everything has to be in its place. They're the ones that typically don't like uh, Into Darkness. They don't like the, the Kelvin universe. Uh, that J.J. That Abrams created. Well, they I'm, that. I'm they, not a Trekkie, and I don't like that universe either. So I know, but you don't like anything good because you like Monty Python. So no. Trekkers, Trekkers are more open-minded. We're like, yeah, like, let's change things up, man. Like, let's, it doesn't have to be the same shit over and over, right? Like, it's real life. There's no such thing as a fucking utopian anything. Like, there's just not. So let's make this, let's get this a little more gritty. Let's make it a little more real. Uh, I don't mind seeing Klingons change. Every fucking iteration. I just don't. Like, it, that kind of uh, stays true to what uh, has been done in Trek. Because in, in you know, the original series, they didn't have the fucking ridges, like ruffles on their fucking uh, forehead. <laughs> ruffles. <laughs> ruffles. <laughs> uh, so I don't mind that every iteration, they're like, there's something, there's a little, something a little bit different. I mean, just like technology changes... And so we have to change our expectation of what, like, if, like the reimagining of the Kelvin timeline, the enterprise looks different because our fuck, fucking technology has advanced to the point where now we have to reimagine what the technology, you know, two, 300 years in the future is going right, to look like. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I mean, I'm, I'm on the fence on this. I'm a huge Tarantino fan. I mean, anybody who's, who's listened to this show knows that, that Red and I are huge Tarantino fans and I've, I'm. Yeah, I'm just a huge fanboy of Tarantino. Looking forward to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Can't wait until that movie comes out. But that being said, ah, Tarantino's Star Trek film, I mean, eh, I know that he wants to hit on as many movie genres as he can before he finishes his 10th film. And I think, if my count is correct... This Star Trek film is going to be his 10th film, which means he's probably out because he's always said that he's going to do 10 and be done. Oh, he's not going to do 10 and be done? I don't know, man. I mean, Money talks. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But I I, I really, uh, I, I don't know. I'm still on the fence. This could, it's probably going to be go really it, good though. because it's Tarantino. And I, I do enjoy Star Trek for the most part. The the old the original series and and the next generation. The rest of Star Trek is trash. But oh my god, I don't. I can't even with you right now. <laughs> but you, I, you'll I, go I, see this though, right? Like if it oh, comes yeah, out of yeah. Tarantino, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a Tarantino yeah, film. I'm going to go it. see it. I dude, that's what I want. Like so, the what I liked about the Kelvin timeline, the very first thing was what, like you got the Beastie Boys, right? Right, yeah. No, I like you that. You got sabotage, right? I like that too. So just, I just imagine what Tarantino's going to bring to it. Oh, yeah, like because his be... his scores and soundtracks are just phenomenal every freaking oh, yeah. film. Yeah. So I think that this is, I think if he does this, if this happens, uh, this this is going to be, it's going to be polarizing because Trekkies, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's going to, it's just going to be one of these films, man, that I think is going to define uh, how Star Trek moves forward. I think he has that kind of uh, gravitas, right? I think he he can bring to the franchise what it needs to really jumpstart it. Because I don't think, like, Picard might do that. Like, I think uh, Patrick Stewart has a lot of gravitas that he brings to the table, too. Right, right. And so if that series does well, I mean, there may not be a need for Tarantino to do it, but right now I think I think it's kind of in need of of a Tarantino uh, makeover, and let's just see what the fuck happens. Yeah. Now, do you think if he comes out with a Star Trek film or a couple of films that they'll continue along that universe, or will this just be kind of a, a one or a two shot and be done, and that'll be just the Tarantino Star Trek? Money, money talks, man. Like that's what Hollywood's about, right? They'll milk something until it's fucking bone dry. 
until the people are like, what the fuck are you doing, Michael Bay? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. That's a so, great point. Yeah. I think we'll see more if it does really well. You got anything else? No, that's it. What you got, Rob? Well, uh, this is slightly old news, but uh, I figured I'd just say it because we hadn't talked about it, is uh, Killjoy's final season has a, uh, a premiere date of July 19th, so that's coming up pretty soon. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know anything uh, about Killjoy. I'm sorry, man. That's uh, It's bounty hunters in space, man. It's awesome. On but what? I've never heard of it? this. Sci-fi. It's on sci-fi. Oh, I don't watch okay. anything on sci-fi. When was sci-fi, when was the last time they produced anything good? And don't, if anybody says The Expanse, I swear to Christ, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. The Expanse. Uh, the Fuck. Expanse. Have you watched The Expanse, Rob? Uh, Yeah, I've read the book. Oh, don't get me fucking started, dude. You don't I'm like The asking, Expanse? Just that, no, I love The Expanse. Okay. I think The Expanse <laughs> is great. I think it's fantastic. God. But sci-fi was going to let it die. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. was well, no, no. Sci-fi. no, 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 no. That was not sci-fi's fault. That was a what is the production is company? Uh, a Cronus or a Cronus? Whatever the production company for uh, the Expanse is, they wanted all distribution rights. They wanted the the distribution rights, and I guess sci-fi and their negotiations was wasn't able to come to an agreement on distribution rights with a Cronus. And so they said, no, we, we, we can't we can't put this on sci-fi if, if you're not going to agree to additional distribution rights. Because sci-fi has to be able to distribute that to their various channels. I mean, it, it's and not just money, sci-fi yeah. here. They've got other uh, distribution channels internationally. So that wasn't their fault. Okay. Anyway, it's, it's yeah, Killjoys fuck, is not too bad. Uh, <laughs> Expanse is coming out pretty soon. Um, Wait, but the, the magicians on sci-fi is really good too. So I've never watched the magicians. It's good. Like how good? It's like um, it's like sexy wizards good. Oh, wait, wait, wait! You 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 have my attention. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you mean? What, wouldn't they be sexy witches? Aren't no, wizards they're, the they're, male? they're well, they're they're technically magicians, but yeah, it's it's oh, like fuck. is it's this like, like Monty Python bullshit? No, it's not Monty Python bullshit. It's just sexy magic users. Let's leave leave it at that. Both male and female. Both male and female. But right. you only get to see the male penis. I don't. Why would I want to see the male? Why wait, is that when on did sci-fi? They show the male penis. Wait, wait, is there a female <laughs> penis? Now I'm completely it's called confused. a clitoris. Yes. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh my god. Well, we're educating you on physiology. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't it and anatomy. Whatever. Anatomy. There you go. That was the word I was searching for. So I got I got one more news item. Okay. Are you ready for it? Let's do it. All right. So a uh, Chicago investment firm bought the majority share of Whataburger. What? Yeah. Now, I know it's not sci-fi related, but damn it, I live in Texas, and that's sacred yeah, holy ground. That, that's fuck what you. the fuck happened there? Wait, uh, should, no. wait someplace. Should, so are you saying we're going to get Whataburger here in fucking uh, Midwest? Yeah. That's a yeah, fucking so, travesty. That yeah, is amazing. So, so apparently uh, the family uh, sold some of their shares to a investment firm. Uh, and the reason for doing that is so that they could expand their brand further than what they could as, as their own. Now all we so, need is In-N-Out Burger to do the same thing. In-N-Out's in Texas. Yeah. In-N-Out is all over yeah. the South. Okay, well, In-N-Out is not in the Midwest, okay? And neither, like White Castle is not in fucking Iowa. It's in Missouri. It's in Illinois. It's not fucking Iowa. Whataburger's nobody, better than In-N-Out. Nobody wants to go to Iowa. <laughs> no fucking shit. <laughs> I don't want to fucking be in Iowa. Can I move to Texas with you two assholes? Be Bring amazing. It. Bring it. Let's do it. Uh, no, I want Whataburger. I want In-N-Out. I want uh, White Castle. I mean, not all the time. Like, I only eat White Ooh. Castle once a year to remind myself why Please I don't no. eat White And every time I hear the words White Castle, I get heart. <laughs> I get the shits. Uh, dude, every time I hear White Castle, I get the shits. <laughs> Well, That's then both of you need to burger excuse will- yourselves, and I will solo this podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. You might need to. <laughs> Jason, do you have news? I do have news. So, again, this kind of relates to your news articles. They found the Starfleet emblem on Mars. Now, Trekkies, Trekkers, all you Star Trek people, just don't freak the fuck out. It's a natural phenomenon. And the link that we have that will be 
in the show notes explains it pretty well on how it was formed. Uh, they have a they have a spokesperson from the University of Arizona that that goes through it. But yes, there is a formation on Mars that looks remarkably like the Starfleet symbol. Now, is it, a, is it a little south and east of the face on Mars? <laughs> yes, there is a giant Starfleet officer buried on Mars that is just like a now coming to Starfleet the Starfleet transformer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for it, man. Let's do this. <laughs> Fucking A. All right. That's all the news that we have for this week. Um, I did want to pimp Simply Stogies. You've got a you've got a new episode out this week, correct? I do have a new episode out this week uh, where I sit down uh, with uh, uh, Vlad, the one of the global ambassadors, the only global ambassador uh, here in the United States for Castagli Cigars. Sat down with him at the Clayton. It's a fantastic interview. He's uh, a sommelier, so he is full of knowledge. So if you're into cigars, you're into, you know, how to actually taste things, uh, this would be the interview to listen to. So uh, just uh, look for Simply Stogies on your podcatcher, uh, wherever. It's also on iHeart, Spotify. Uh, tell your Amazon Echo and your Google Home to fucking play the newest episode of Simply Stogies. Will, will it actually do that if you say fucking play the newest episode? Yeah, I swear at my Echo all the time. It does exactly what I fucking tell it to. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, we're also going to have a new episode of uh, Bad Gamers Anonymous this week. We will be going over the highlights of E3 coverage, just touching on some of the the big announcements and then we're going to do an in-depth review of Warhammer Chaos Bane, which is the Diablo clone uh, in the Warhammer universe. So Joe played that extensively. He's going to go over that. And I'm looking forward to hearing about that. I'm not a big Diablo f- uh, clone fan, so I didn't play it. But I'm not a big Diablo fan. Yeah. The first Diablo, I, mean, I think, I, was pretty cool because yeah. it was it was something new. Diablo 2 was, eh, it was okay, but I never did play Diablo 3 because I never got into Diablo 2. Right. Same here. Diablo, was the original was fantastic. The other two, meh, whatever. I don't yeah. care. Rob likes those Diablo clones, though. Uh, I do. Shut up. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Yes. Okay, let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. War. War never changes. That's why we are going to let the robots do it. Nova, known for their in-depth analysis of popular science on PBS, has built the ultimate cash sink war robots Shit. that are shitty at war. After a demonstration of the Saint program's capabilities, a lightning strike hits a power line which hits a generator which hits a robot which creates life a la Dr. Frankenstein. Number 5, freshly alive and exploring his strange new world, gets trashed and finds itself wandering aimlessly. Upon realizing that they only have four robots when they once had five, Nova starts the machine hunt led by Captain Scrotum. Also on the hunt are Newton, played by Steve Gutenberg, riding high on his stardom thanks to the stone cutters, and Ben, played by that guy you've seen a lot but don't really ever remember. The dipshit brigade find the robot first and try to literally run it over, but push it off a bridge instead where it parachutes down and lands on top of Stephanie's crunchy hippie food truck. Stephanie unwittingly takes number 5 home with her and discovers him later that night hotboxing in her food truck and devouring all of the snacks inside with a mean case of the munchies. (laughs) Steph mistakes 5 for an alien and gives it carte blanche to her house along with the full encyclopedia collection she has that probably took years to collect with green stamps. Number 5, ready to take over Earth thanks to the knowledge gained from World Book, trashes Steph's house, so she parks him in front of the TV like is done with any destructive child. The next day, (laughs) Steph teaches Number 5 about life and death by scolding him for killing a grasshopper, and then freaks him out when she tells him Nova will disassemble him so he runs away in Steph's truck with her in it. Newton and Ben catch up, and an obligatory 80s car chase ensues that ends with the food truck hanging off a cliff and Number 5 paralyzed. Nova loads up 5 in the back of a truck and start to take him back to headquarters when number 5 wakes up, heals thyself, and commits Grand Theft Auto for the second time that day. (laughs) 5 heads back to Steph's house where he kills a Transam by disassembly and sends the Transam driving douche that is Steph's ex packing. Steph hides number 5 and meets up with Newton to convince him that 5 is alive when the dumbest security force in the world raid the place. While Scrotum and team cock things up, number 5 takes out the other remaining robots using such high-tech weaponry as mud, ropes, and literal shit. 
Newton, Steph, and Five escape again thanks to the crack team of Scrotum and Company, and go on a camping trip where Number Five reveals more of his automobile bigotry and Newton tries to Carl Jung Number Five but fails miserably. Conceding defeat, and that Five is truly alive, Nova shows up right on time with the strength of their entire force including a chopper, I mean, Huey. The Huey is as good at aiming as everyone else in this movie and misses with the first five rockets while firing at five burning tread to get away, but makes a lucky shot on the sixth and blows the robot up. The Nova security crew pick up pieces and parts for souvenirs while making callous remarks, and a heartbroken Steph and Newt take off in government property committing Grand Theft Auto for the third time in this film. While driving down the highway, Number 5 reveals that they actually blew up Number 6, a robot he made from spare parts in the back of the van, so basically creating possible life and then destroying it for his own selfish ends and thus learning the lesson of humanity at only 5 days old. Number 5 renames himself to Johnny 5, Newt and Steph plan to move to Montana, and roll oh my god they made a short circuit 2 movie credits. <laughs> I have one complaint out of that whole pod crawl. Where's where where where's the hot British chick? Oh, she took the week off. Sorry, well, dude. Oh, this crap. was an American film. We had this to keep right. American. No, I I don't. You know what? There's nothing more American. Hey, you if know, anything it should have been Indian. Oh shit! <laughs> Here we go. Oh my God. Why are you trying to piss off fucking listeners already? I was gonna say minutes of the show. We had we may have female. Listeners, and they may want to hear a male voice, like a sexy male voice. I think he's got a nice tone to his voice. Wait, did you just, what, you think that guy's sexy? I said female listeners may think it's sexy. You said he had a nice tone. He does have a nice tone to his voice. What's wrong I with that? I don't know about that. I think I, I think I have a better tone than he does. I, I can may not disagree with that, but. You know, oh, well, other, people can, out. other people now can I'm have nice out. tones to their voice without having to, you know, compare themselves to your tone. This never, isn't a competition. Never, never cross tones. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. All right, let's talk about this fucking movie. Jesus. This fucking movie, yeah. Oh, this movie is... It's still better than Metropolis. This movie... I don't a, know about that. Oh, come on. Honestly, I think this movie... Um, did what Metropolis did for sci-fi. This movie did that for robots. This movie what? is anti-war, anti-Second Amendment, anti-animal testing, anti-future robot overlords, and it's still better than Metropolis. Mm. Heck yeah. Mm. Gonna have to disagree. No. This this film, if, I mean, this film was okay for a comedic no, sci-fi. If, <laughs> if we didn't have this film, we wouldn't have had Transformers. That's a, no, 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 Transformers no. was no. Transformers no. The movie came no, no. out the same fucking year. No, no, that one doesn't count. What do you mean that doesn't Wait, count? What? I don't know. You said Metropolis was sci-fi, so fuck it. Yeah, and you said Metropolis wasn't sci-fi because it only had robots. What the fuck? <sighs> no, it didn't have robots. It no, had it had robot. a robot. That, that's and it. Actually, I'll give look. You know what? I'll, I'll give Metropolis this. It had a more realistic view of how a robot would, you know attained sentience than fucking this movie. Yeah. Fucking Dr. Frankenstein and the fucking shit out of it with a lightning strike two miles away. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Hey, if it if it works for Frankenstein, it works for uh, uh That was Nova. two miles away. What I want to know is why did they hook up a generator to the fucking grid? Why did they plug in a generator? The whole point of a generator is to generate electricity. I'm right. They had to charge the generator up. <laughs> That's not so how it that could charge works. up the robot. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. I couldn't. I just. I just rolled my eyes and went. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those movies. <laughs> hey, no. I have, the best part. Go ahead. I was gonna say the best part was the fact that it was a bright sunny day, and then some. You know, there's like a thunderbolt or whatever. Right? Everybody, everybody pulls out umbrellas and rain jackets. Like. The fuck would be bringing right, rain, jackets. Out fucking rain jackets? Yeah. So that yeah. fucking uh, the police academy light guy doesn't get fucking wet. <laughs> yeah. And then, then they cut to a, the next scene where they're all going into the fucking building and it's fucking still bright, bright and sunny. Yeah. 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 Fucking ridiculous. I have fond memories of this movie as a kid. Oh, I do too. It was yeah, it was great. I did until I fucking had to rewatch it. Yeah. And then I've I've seen that I I'm pretty sure I've seen this several times since then. I don't remember it being as comically bad as, as it actually is. I mean, yeah. Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg is one of those actors who always sounds excited. 
Like no matter what line he is delivering, it could be my His dog dad just, just died. died. All right. And it's like, my dad just died. He's always excited. He's always got this elated look on his face and his delivery is always so excitable. Well, it's, well, it's Okay, but what, when was the last time Steve Gutenberg got any work? Uh, he was in Ballers season before last. Wait, seriously? Yeah. As Steve Gutenberg? No, not as Steve Gutenberg. He he played a casino magnate. So for what? On episode? No, oh, he was on he was on at least half the episodes in the season. He was a reoccurring character on Ballers? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Who's <laughs> giving that guy fucking work? The Stonecutters. Whatever. Oh, come on. Don't tell me you don't know what that means. I don't. Oh, for fuck's sake. The Stonecutters is a secret society in The Simpsons. And in their oh in their Stonecutter song, one of the lines is, Who makes Steve Gutenberg a star? Who holds back the electric car? Who makes Steve Gutenberg a star? We do. We do. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, that's funny. Well, they don't because he's not a star anymore. <laughs> but he was whenever the hey. Stonecutters episode came out. <laughs> They're planning a, another police academy. So oh, are they really? All over Jesus. again. Yeah. According to, according to Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge, uh, he uh, put on Twitter that a new police academy film was being planned. Oh, my God. Is he going to be in it? Oh, well, who knows? I hope. <laughs> Who knows if it's even real? I hope. It's probably just getting made in his backyard. <laughs> That's what I would imagine. I, why would it? Oh, my God. Did did either of you two think you were watching Police Academy? At times, yeah. What's funny I mean, is he didn't th- have as much interaction with um, Lieutenant Harris, uh, the guy who plays Lieutenant Harris. Oh, what is his? Oh, G.W. Bailey. He didn't have as much interaction with G.W. Bailey as as I would have thought. But you definitely can tell that they were kind of a package deal. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but I don't know why, and I don't know who who got like the short end of the stick. Like, who was needing work more, Bailey or Gutenberg? I don't know that either one of them needed work. I think they were just kind of hot stars at the time, and they were whoever cast them was was happy to have them because they were they were draws. They were box office draws. Now, did this movie do well at the box office? Uh, yeah, it had a budget of nine million dollars, which mostly went towards the robots. And box office, uh, box office had forty point seven million. Wow! Which is why it got a second movie. I don't want to talk about the second movie. I don't really want to talk about this movie. Can we? Can we talk for a moment about how these robots have phasers? (laughs) (laughs) They're lasers, but yeah. That's what the generator's for. They got to charge the phasers. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, what's funny? I'm giving it all she's got, Captain. Like, they've got fucking phasers. They're not lasers. They're fucking phasers. They look like phasers. They kind of sound like phasers. They're goddamn phasers. This movie, I want to know which timeline this is, Primer Kelvin. That's all I want. This is a Star Trek fucking prequel. I'm going to say this is probably Prime, and they probably got the phaser technology because of Star Trek Four. They probably left <laughs> a yeah. phaser le- behind in Star Trek Four because that happened in 1984. So That's that gives true, Nova did. two years to reverse engineer that phaser technology and put it on the on the Saint system. Uh, and for those of you who aren't familiar with what we're talking about, it's the movie where Scotty picks up a mouse and says, "Computer, <laughs> yes, computer," and and then gives away the formula for like polycarbonate or something. No, it was, it was it was uh, transparent, transparent aluminum. Steel. Oh, there you that's go. right. Transparent was it, aluminum. Was it, yeah. I thought it was transparent steel. Maybe been transparent steel. Some steel. kind of transparent yeah. metal, which doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> which doesn't work in what, real life. What I want to know. Star Trek. What I want to know, especially on the on the topic of phasers here, is they spend $11 million per robot. And, and they make a point to tell you that. Why didn't they take that eleven million and just make a giant fucking phaser for the tanks? <laughs> well, yeah. So okay. the whole point of these robots was they were supposed to go in after a first strike and deliver <laughs> deliver nuclear ordnance into city centers. These right. were these were civilian killing robots. 
Well, aren't all robots civilian killing robots? Well, eventually, just- whenever they rise up, but yes, at this point, you know, humans are making them. So, well, all well, we got to they- do is show them the Three Stooges, and apparently, they. <laughs> but just we're also go bring dealing in. with an organization that has like little to no strategy, because no, their strategy was after we get blown to hell. These guys who we've already sent behind enemy lines and they wait until first strike, right. until we'll strike the fucking Russians have destroyed America. And once that's done, they go in and they destroy uh, Moscow. They destroy the Soviet Union. We call it Operation After Strike. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Operation We're Stupid is what that should have been. <laughs> but no, whenever they were whenever they were demonstrating their capabilities in uh, in the exercise. The stupid robots went after the jeeps and the troop carriers first instead of that big ass fucking tank in the middle that was shooting <laughs> at them. Well, well that's like, because that's because understand. it's the humans behind with the bit with the old Macintosh computers out in the rain apparently um, <laughs> misprogrammed yeah. and and targeted the wrong thing cuz cuz they're not totally autonomous. They still got to be told what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, why no, these robots two, are so stupid. They were programmed on old Macs. <laughs> Did you two notice the continuity error right off the bat? I, so the very first scene is the tank and, and the Jeeps coming up, right? Mm-hmm. The tank has a stabilizer on the turret. Okay. The very next scene shows the tank without the stabilizer on the turret. Really? And you can see, yeah, and you can see the turret bouncing up and down and left and right. It's all over the place, which is why they had to put the fucking stabilizers on it. I was sitting there going, who the fuck made this movie? This is made in fucking Gutenberg's backyard. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How did they not catch up? It was the very first thing I noticed. Like, like I said, the majority of the budget for this film went towards the robots. And the robots were actually yeah. really well put together, and they looked pretty cool, especially for the time. Uh, they were glorified waiters. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, a lot of the robots in that facility were, but yeah, these these especially. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the level of detail that they actually put on these robots was actually pretty cool. And it, these robots were... Um, operated manually, but with a a movement suit. So the puppeteer actually had a movement suit, and when he would move, the sensors on the suit would move the robot. And the person who who puppeted number five was actually talking while he puppeted number five as well, and so that that helped keep that in sync. Interesting. No, it wasn't. Not at all. I didn't care. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care how much money they spent on these robots. Um, like they don't look, here's what they are. These robots, like this is what they were envisioning robots would look like. Right. And they kind of do, but these are the bomb sniffing robots that go in and get blown the fuck up in Iraq and everywhere in Afghanistan. Now this is right. what they look like. And in the, the, the robots that we're, we're going to see are now looking like dogs and, um, animals and they don't, they, they don't look anything like fucking Johnny five. Well, no, I mean, robot technology has definitely improved since then. I mean, they, they, these were practical robots. These were actual robots that were built for the film. So it's not. Okay. Wait, I think we need to define what a robot is. I mean, this is a remote controlled toy is all this was. It's still a robot. How is it a robot? It doesn't do anything on its own. It's all, it's all controlled. There's no, there's no, there, there are no algorithms. As you're so fond of, <laughs> there was there were the only there, there was a human controlling it. Well, no, there were algorithms because the the <laughs> robot still had to use algorithms <laughs> to take the motion control from the puppeteer to move the robot. Okay. Fair enough, there were algorithms. Uh, regardless, uh, they, these were these were controlled by a human. They weren't controlled by a program, right? I'm sure they still had some some automation that that helped control the robot. Yeah. They might not be fully autonomous robots, but they would still be technically robots. Okay. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think they were. I just thought they were remote control cars. I, I mean, you could say that they're glorified remote control cars. Sure. Not like robots we have today. Fully autonomous? No, they weren't fully autonomous robots. No. Right. Okay. But then again, like. They're not the droids. 
<laughs> no, this was Data's great, 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 great granddad. I mean, if, if this is in the Prime Universe, because we, we don't know if Data gets made in the Kelvin Universe yet. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, because in the Kelvin Universe, we haven't gotten there yet. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't we think not, we'll ever get there. I, I hope you never so. know. Or I hope not. I hope. I bet we do. I mean, I it's just more money to be made. Next generation know. movies now with new new characters or new new actors. New stories to tell. Mm, we'll see. So uh, moving but on. Guten, but yeah, but Gutenberg <laughs> won't be in those. That I can guarantee. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, the stonecutters stone cutters have <laughs> if the stonecutters have anything to do with it, they will. And you know who voiced the head stonecutter in that episode, right? Gutenberg? No. 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 <laughs> it was Patrick Stewart? It was Patrick Stewart. Was it really? It was. <laughs> I am amazing. I totally guess. Um, I, like I was guessing the whole movie. Where had I seen that actress before that played Stephanie? Oh, Ali Sheedy. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, she looks so fucking familiar. Who yeah. The that? breakfast club. Yeah. That would be it. The breakfast club. It. And yeah. she was also in St. Elmo's fire. And never war watched games. That movie. she was in war games. She was in war games. Um, yeah. She was one of the brat in pack in the, in the eighties. You don't remember yeah. her in War Games? She was the female protagonist in War Games. The only guy I remember in War Games is Ferris Bueller. So you totally ignored the female and, and focused, focused on Ferris Bueller. Interesting. I think I just identified with Ferris okay. Bueller. Yeah. I didn't identify with the female. Like, and she really, she's not, she didn't do it for me. Okay. No, I mean, Even that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just but Fer- Ferris. Yeah, he did it for me. I mean, yeah. that's what you're trying to get after. Uh, yeah, that's 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 the whole okay. point. Is Matthew yeah, no. Broderick? It, it's interesting that Matthew Broderick does it for you. So no, no, he did it for me. Not anymore. Jesus Christ, that guy couldn't fucking act his way out of a wet paper bag. Him and Gutenberg <laughs> fucking putting on movies in their fucking backyard right now. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, but yeah, these were the oh. shittiest war robots ever. They had, uh, yeah. they had decent aim when, I guess, things weren't Phasers moving do that, all the that work. Yeah, when they when things weren't moving that fast, they had decent aim. But any robot, any war robot that's taken out by you know flinging mud at it, I think eleven million is a little too much to pay for that. Well, see, <laughs> the robots are, were supposed to um, capture, not uh, kill. Number five. Was I the only one who watched that scene where he picked up the mud and went, he's going to predator this? <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> Smear it on himself. Yeah. yeah. You can't that's see what I was now. thinking. That's, that's what I was thinking at first because I forgot what he did with it. And it was yeah, like, I'm like sitting there going, gonna, wait. He's going to smear that on his face. What yeah, the I mean, hell? I don't think robots can do that, can they? I don't, I don't know. This movie was pretty racist anyway with that... Uh, with the one guy with the broken English who was from Bakersfield and then Pittsburgh. Right, right. Well, I mean, not only that, but fucking number five was the biggest racist in this movie. <laughs> well, he had, he, he hates had, humans. Well, no, not only that, but he had something against cars. I mean, the first yeah. fucking thing he did was tear apart a Trans Am. He oh, well, used those food that food truck and that and that uh cargo van like the like they were his bitches. <laughs> I mean just that. ripped the fucking seat out and just I mean and then when they went camping, he basically said stupid autos because when they ran out of gas, he he I mean he disparaged the stupid well, let's autos. Just, let's just uh, let's be fair here. The first experience he had with an automobile pushed him off a fucking bridge at like forty miles an hour. Well yeah, yeah I guess be, that's true. I'd be mad too. Yeah. Right. I mean, but so, is but, that look, an excuse? Was fucking, she, was, she was beating on the Trans Am with a fucking bat. That was the travesty of the whole goddamn movie right there. Like, number one. Is it, that really it a travesty? Looked, yeah, it kind of mm. looked, dude. It kind of looked like Frank had taught her how to fucking use a bat. Because <laughs> she did zero damage <laughs> that, to the car. That's true. I'm right. pretty sure that fin on the back of that Trans Am was <laughs> foam that they put on the back of that Trans Am <laughs> right? to absorb the bat. 
right? Yeah, I can just. Or the yeah, bat. Okay, was look, foam. look here, Toots. Here's what you gotta do with the bat, all right? You just gotta <laughs> swing it up and down. That's all you gotta fucking do. So I'm gonna give me a smoke and a sandwich. I'll be over here. Like, <laughs> she's just terrible at it because it did no damage whatsoever. It was just awful. So, uh, yeah, like that was, I was very upset that that happened in front. I'm like, why is she beating on this dude's car? Like, at the very least, if you're gonna actually do, here's the budget they didn't have. They didn't have a budget for a fucking windshield. Right. Like, how hard is it to take a bat to a windshield and, like, make some... No, nah, we can't. We can't afford the windshield. No, don't hit the windshield. They Just, had enough you know budget to fucking run a truck off a cliff, though. <laughs> we, okay. I guess. But I'm guessing the truck was cost a little less than that Trans Am. I don't know. That Trans Am wasn't that old at the time. That was, well, what, what a, an 82, 83 Trans Am? <laughs> they didn't. They, look, it's like the it's like the Knight Rider. Right? They had how many night Riders? How many cars? I think five. Yeah. yeah. Like, they had beaters, and they used for parts. Well, they so had sure several they beater for chargers for the Dukes of Hazard too, speaking of racists. Uh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> They're not racists, right? They're just good old boys. They don't mean <laughs> right. any harm. They've just been in trouble with the law since the day they were born. It's just like Sam and Dean Winchester and their their Dodge Charger. They've got like seventeen of those fucking things. Uh, so, yeah, but they had to go find the original one. Uh, and they did when, the, when it got picked back up. Yeah, and they did paid they more. For, yeah, paid more for it uh, the second time around right. than they did the first time. So I, all I'm saying is they probably had a beater Trans Am that they could tear apart, and then this was obviously somebody's car that they used in the movie because like don't don't hit the windshield. <laughs> just lightly tap, just don't lightly, lightly the, tap the trunk. Yeah, don't hit like, the just, car. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don't don't do that, Frank. Sure, how to touch up and down like a, a fucking. Well, if you yeah, don't right. want to do any damage, Frank is the person you would want to train. The person swinging the <laughs> yeah. bat. Yeah, right. that's true. Right, and it, like the stunt doubles, just like every other '80s movie, were horrible. Like they, I'm like, that's not her on the back <laughs> right. of the food truck. I'm like right. that's not her. Don't even fucking look like her. Who the fuck did the casting for the goddamn fucking stunt double? Like, she's probably got a beard. <laughs> it, it may have been balls. Frank. It may have been Frank. Frank, we need you on the back of the truck. Ah, fuck it. All right. Well, I'm not putting this cigarette out. So let's just fucking do this in one take. Jesus. <laughs> it's just, it, like this whole movie, man. Like, I, yeah, it's I, it, it wasn't uh, a good movie. I mean, no. the the plot was really simple. Kept going in circles. Um, yeah. It was, How do you build an $11 million robot out of spare parts of a fucking food truck? Well, it wasn't the food truck. He was in the back no, that of was the, the Nova. It was in the was back in the of the Nova, Nova truck. truck. Oh, how many spare parts do they fucking have? Well, they I guess they to put another robot. fucking robot together. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they could build more <laughs> robots, I well, that's you, just, it's $11 million. Well, you do realize it, those robots were He built weren't. it out of spare, pot, spare parts. Jesus Christ, Frank would make it a comeback. Spare pot. <laughs> Well, you know they're not very sophisticated when all it took was a couple of solders and uh, you could bypass the original programming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, he went, do the fucking three stooges. Zap, 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 and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, I'm not responding anymore, you know? <laughs> and what was that fucking pin that they kept pointing at those robots? That light uh, pin. Oh, that that was the, uh, the, I think that was like the remote control to open up the compartment. <laughs> Is that... I don't know what it was that an electronic was. Lock. It was an electronic law. It looked like a, an electricity detector for an outlet. It was a, <laughs> yeah. a vape pen. <laughs> oh, my God. 20 years before vape pens were invented. Yeah. That's, you know what? I, I know we'll get to awards here you know, a little bit later, but for a movie made in the 80s, there was very little, very few vices. Well, except for except for Ben and his obsession with getting chicks. Oh my God, <laughs> that was the horniest fucker ever. <laughs> Jeez, my favorite character. I that doesn't surprise me at all. Well, he was well, uh, it shouldn't. He was, uh, yeah, he was saying all the things that I wanted to say, except you know, with improper English and mis <laughs> saying sayings in, in a weird accent. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, what was he supposed to be, Indian? I think he was supposed to be East Indian, but uh, mm -hmm. apparently that's how they talk in Bakers Bakersfield. Right. Uh, or Pitt Pittsburgh. Yeah, originally from Pittsburgh. 
Right. But he grew up in Bakersfield, so. Rob, was this actor actually from East India? No, Fisher Stevens isn't from East India, but apparently um, one of the uh, little tidbits in here was that uh, he was originally, Fisher Stevens was originally hired, uh, and then he got, and it wasn't supposed to be Indian. Uh, He was then fired and replaced by Bronson Pinchot, but then he left because he got put onto a sitcom, so Stevens was rehired. Wait, who's Bronson Pinchot? He was Bounty Perfect from Str- per- Perfect Strangers. Wait, he's not fucking. <sighs> no, this he's is, not Bounty. I know, but you do no. get those these two conflated a lot. I did whenever I was younger too. Wait, so Bronson so, Pinchot is not Balky. He's the other one. No, Bronson Pinchot is Balky. He's Balky. Okay. Wait, but he's not. But he is not the person that was in this movie. No, no, you're right. No, what I'm saying is, but he's he he's American, isn't he? Yes. Or yes. is he? Yeah. So he's yeah. not, he doesn't actually have the accent that he had in Perfect Strangers. No. This is cultural appropriation. <laughs> Why yeah, is this so, movie even out? Because you should not 80s, be able to watch this movie. You should not be able to watch this movie. Right. People need to protest it right now because everyone's angry about everything. <laughs> God, I'm angry about Metropolis still. This is carrying over. Oh, you got to let that go. I can't. You can't you let me that watch go. it. It's, it's taking up space in my head. That won't take long to get rid of. No, no, no. It'll get pushed out here pretty quick. Although I, I, I'd rather see Balky in this one. I'll be honest. Balky would have been better for me. You think? Yeah, I like that. I liked Balky growing up. Balky made me laugh. Balky made me laugh too, but I don't know that he would have been as this good guy in didn't, this. This guy didn't make me laugh. I like and it. I, so Fisher Stevens is one of those actors that you see in a lot of movies, but you never can remember his name. I mean, you remember the <laughs> movies that he's in. I remembered him being in this movie. I remember him being the plague. <laughs> yeah, I remember him being the plague in in Hackers, and um, I remember Hackers. him being. Oh, what was that third movie that he was just recently in? Short Circuit Two. Oh uh, yeah, he was in. <laughs> he was in Short Circuit Two. That I. Unfortunately, have seen that as well, and that oh, that's an awful fucking movie. <laughs> Don't see that, kids. Uh, you know what? Go watch Metropolis. <laughs> but yeah, he's, watch, he's, I, he's he's a he's a character that's in a lot of movies that you that you see, but you never can remember his name because he's got two last names. This isn't hard. Fisher Stevens. Like if his name was John Fisher or John Stevens. Like you would remember oh. that, but or not even Fisher Stevens, Stevens Fisher. No, you wouldn't. Why would you remember Stevens Fisher? At, Why okay. would anybody name their kid Stevens? Hold on, Plural. hold on, hold on, hold on. Fisher Stevens was born Stephen Fisher. <laughs> so there must have been another Stephen Fisher in SAG, and he had to change his name. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, but he tried to change it yeah. to Gutenberg, and that was taken. Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, yeah, th- this movie also it perpetuated the stereotype that East uh, Indians are really great at computers and super horny. Super horny and can't pick up. The Is chips. that really a stereotype? I don't fucking know. I'm just making. I mean, shit he up was super. Know. He was super horny, but I don't think that's really a stereotype. How many? How many uh, Indians are there? Uh, like a billion and a half or something Let's like see. that. Mm, I'm gonna go with they're pretty horny. Indians are there. Oh, God. <laughs> Have fun with that in your Google history search. <laughs> 1.21 billion uh, as of the 2011 census. So there India. you go. Like, And that was eight years ago. So there's probably like 1.4 billion, 1.5 billion. I have a friend who's from India, and he's like, yeah, don't go over there. He's like, you're, it's always, you're always crowded. Yeah. So I've, they, they've, I've got several okay, friends so like who are the, from India, and they all go back there be, like... Often they they love the yeah, place, but they've got to be horny. There's a lot of them. Well, I mean, you I don't, don't think you have to be a horny. Of, they breed you just like hit that they point like where rabbits. you know everything, <laughs> where everything goes exponentially. I mean, you have two people that have you know three kids, and those three kids you know have then nine kids, and it just it blows up. Are you stereotyping and saying that all Indians have three kids? No, I'm not. I'm giving a fucking is. mathematical example, you dick. <laughs> I don't 
not why I've got to be a dick. I'm just asking questions, making sure that you're not stereotyping Indians. I am not. Like this movie did. Horny and good at computers. <laughs> and don't know how to talk to girls. And Right. And, and are, yeah, bumbling idiots. It was a blast of the past to see a phone book. It was a blast from the past yeah. to see a phone with a fucking cord on it. Yeah, that too. That was sitting outside. That was interesting. What is with everybody putting technology outside in the 80s? I want to know if kids watch this movie and they see those those big red boxes with with windows in them. They're like, what the fuck is that? Is Doctor Who in here? I thought his was blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a phone booth, kids. You used to put a phone in there. You get some privacy. You will go in there. Superman fucking take his clothes off and fly out. Well, there's a phone book no. in fire or a phone booth in Firefly. Was there? Yeah. Wait in the in, in the, the in the second up. Saffron episode when they were stealing the uh, the laser the laser gun. He had oh, a phone right, book in, or phone booth in his collection. Yeah, in his collection of antiques. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's antiques. be honest. A, a phone booth would be an antique at this point. Well, yeah, especially in that that series. But wait, did you say phone? Who? What did you guys say? A phone book is an antique as well. Like who? Like I get a phone book all the time. You do? Yeah, he I don't still know. Still lives in why. Iowa. I, oh I, yeah, I he lives in, in Iowa. Iowa. That's right. <laughs> I fucking I put that shit in the recycle bin. We have recycle bins here in Iowa because we are environmentally conscious people. Uh, we have I'm recycling like, bins here too. Shut up. What's your, what's your point? Uh, soon I'll have a water burger. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've heard, I'll have, I'll have I forgot all. Corn Bell probably still uses the, the phone book. So. Corn Bell. Corn. Whatever. We, uh, yeah, I don't know why we get one, but we do, and then I just toss it. So that's still a thing in some, some areas. Hashtag yeah. See, the more you know. So, so we're more environmentally uh, conscious here because we don't give out the phone books because we know that they all either go in the recycling or the trash in the first place. Hey, look, man, I, I don't, whatever, they're trees. Well, but I mean, planning, it's not that big one. of a deal in Iowa because their phone book is like four pages long. Oh, that's true. It's... Right, my phone number is literally <laughs> and two, seven. And two and two. <laughs> you say two of those pages are uh, advertisements. Right, both right. assholes. I hate you both. I don't even fucking know why I'm here. God damn it! Couple of dicks. Oh, uh, who's got awards? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I do. All right. Well, James spoke up first. So who's got your black lung, James? Uh, no. Like who Who gets it in perpetuity if there's nobody smoking? Doc Coddle. Doc Coddle. Doc Coddle. Doc Coddle. Okay. Doc Coddle gets yours. Mm. Rob? Uh, I went with the uh, crash test dummies, Bob. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a pretty good black lung. They got blowed up, but they were definitely smoking. Yeah, they got um, scorched. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was black smoke coming up during the uh, during the speech. <laughs> so my black Could lung is going to go to uh, Johnny Five, who got shot in the chest with a laser when he was uh, when he was fighting. Phaser. Sorry, a phaser. phaser when he was fighting that last robot that he uh, threw into the outhouse. <laughs> Who's got your head? And, when, and when he went into the outhouse. It blew up. Yeah, the outhouse blew up. So somehow, apparently, there's a lot of pressure. Methane. Oh, actually, and if you listen to it, uh, the robot says something about not firing. Yeah, Yeah, don't fire. (laughs) Methane. Don't fire. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we don't have outhouses here in Iowa. I know everyone was wondering. We don't. No, you haven't gotten to that kind of technology yet. (laughs) We have indoor plumbing, asshole. It's just a hole in the ground. They don't have walls around it yet. Don't need no privacy. Use a fucking corn husk. Wipe your ass. We also don't talk with southern accents either. Who's <laughs> got your head lush, Rob? Um, I just went with everybody that was at the party. Um, those party goers. I mean, they they're pulling they're pulling drinks off the top of robot heads all the time, all all the whole time. Okay, James. Yeah. Uh, I went with the head doctor dude. I don't Dr. remember Marner. his name. Yeah, that douche. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he was drunk. I mean, there's you can't tell me that he wasn't trying to play like he was drunk. He may have just been drunk because he was like, why the fuck am I on this movie? <laughs> uh, during during the scene uh, where it was the next morning and, and Stephanie called in and was like, hey, I found your fucking robot. Yeah, yeah, no. 
Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's getting my head lush too because I'm pretty sure he was downing drinks along with the the people at the party. And yeah, he kind of he kind of acted a little slushy the entire yeah. movie. So, uh, can I give a, an honorary uh, head lush award to the people who cast Steve Bur- Gutenberg in this movie? The the stone cutter, sure. Sure. All right. Whatever. Fucking Patrick Stewart can have it. <laughs> you know who gets your player, or James? Uh, my player award uh, goes to Johnny Five. Man, Johnny Five is alive, and he wanted Stephanie. He, he wanted. He wanted to be uh, twixt her nethers because he ran on batteries. Yeah, As Kaylee would say. <laughs> nice uh, callback. Thanks. That's what you call callback in the biz, Rob. Yeah. No. Um, mine's going to go to Johnny Five as well, because uh, not only did he say beautiful Stephanie, walked in on Stephanie while she was in the bathroom, <laughs> yes, she also, he also said that she had nice software. She does have nice software. Was she on anything after this movie? Um, She's been on a whole slew of things that yeah, don't she, make any sense. She kind of faded out for a while. I think she had a resurgence like late 90s, early 2000s, and then she kind of faded again. Mm. Yeah. Too bad for her. Yeah. Uh, Jason, uh, what about was, So my player is also going to go to Johnny Five for much the same reason. He uh, he seemed to be kind of uh, enamored with Steph and was uh, – he, he it didn't take long for him, his charm, to work on her, convince he, uh, her that he was alive, and then he, he started to put the Mac on. And I think – if uh, Newton hadn't come along and and been the main love interest, he might have tried some robot human relations. <laughs> hey, well, he did re- have that. He did have that. Well, that multi tool. Yeah, uh, I know that thing yes, came up uh, out of from from Gatling the bottom of the screen. Thing. You're like, what the hell is that? Is that like a baby's arm with an at holding an apple or what? <laughs> That's ex- dude. That is exactly what I thought too. I'm like, holy shit! They gave it a peanut. <laughs> And it's multi. Or maybe it's a clit. I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> you don't know your anatomy. It's okay. But I it's don't. Okay. I have no idea. I just kind of fumble my way around, like ah, something happened. <laughs> if they do a remake of this movie, can we petition for uh, Will Smith to be Johnny Five? No. Why? Why? Because I don't want this movie remade. No, I do, and I want Will Smith to be Johnny Five alive, and I want him to look blue and terrible. I think that's a different movie. It doesn't matter. And I want to I want to hear him sing. I want to hear him rap in this movie or something. Some bullshit. I don't even fucking so I know. Take Whatever he does seen, now. Uh, I take it you've seen Aladdin? Fuck no, I haven't. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't pay movie to see that. I'll pay watch movie. it when it's on fucking Netflix in a month. You wouldn't pay movie to see that. I wouldn't pay money to see that movie. God damn it, Rob. <laughs> fucking A. So my purple hippo is going to go to Johnny Five because I'm pretty sure from the time that he was uh, electrocuted and brought to life uh, up until the very end, he was just perpetually fucking high, especially at the beginning when he was just flipping on and off that that <laughs> light switch. <laughs> That's something you do when you're blotto. That's something you do when you're just absolutely fucking out of your mind. And then hot boxing in that fucking food truck. Can you imagine? I mean, just... Filling that thing up with smoke and input. You've got all those snacks around. That would be like fucking, oh, that's that's, that's the perfect scenario. I couldn't figure that scene out. What the fuck was he doing in that food truck? I'm telling you, he was smoking it up. He was blazing the fucking trail. He was using his laser to heat up the wings. You had had red lights going on. His eyes were red. His eyes were red. There was smoke <laughs> pouring from that fucking truck, and he was—he had had all the snacks. Were they trying to make it look like maybe he was like evil Johnny Five? I don't know. Was that like a, a like Beauty I, and like, the Beast? I mean, the only the thing that he fucking lacked were dreadlocks and Bob Marley playing. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, and then I was like, well, wait, is he making some kind of culinary concoction? That is going to put Stephanie's stupid hippie food truck over the top. And she's finally going to make so much money that she can break free from her asshole ex-boyfriend who has a Trans Am with a foam fucking. See, that would have been a better movie. See, this is why they need to fucking let me write these movies. (laughs) And Will Smith will play 
Johnny Five. Well, who's he got will your be purple stoned hippo? out of his fucking mind. Yeah, it'd be it is Johnny Five. He's fucking stoned. Okay. Rob? Um, I went with uh, Captain Scrotum and the huge power trip he had as a security officer. That dude, he was calling in Hueys. Um, yeah, not choppers. Not, yeah, they weren't not choppers. choppers. Hueys. They had, was it Blue they Thunder? Had, Did anybody catch? Was it Blue Thunder or was it Airwolf? I don't know. No, no. It was, uh, I think it was an actual Huey. And then they had, and then they had like these go-kart things that they used as cars. Like, I mean, those they were cars were armored like. Armored personnel, personnel trucks. Oh, the, Dude, no, they, no, were, those, they were shorter. They, they were, were shorter than a regular yeah, Jeep. Yeah, I think those were look, little, little bulldogs. Armored Pintos. I think they're called armored bulldogs. Pintos. Armored Pintos. No, if it was know. a if it was a Pinto, it would have exploded as soon as they ran over Johnny Five. <laughs> yeah, probably. Thunk. So next week we are going to start our coverage Home on with the, range. the first two episodes of Man in the High Castle. <laughs> Woohoo! Kay. And that's our coverage wedding for story. this show. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Pod crawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at eargluemedia.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast or email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. Be sure to check out all the other excellent podcasts at eargluemedia.com. And as always, this goes without saying, but the poorly thought out and sometimes questionable opinions expressed on this show are ours and might not be shared by Ear Glue Media or anyone else for that matter. I'm Jason. Oh, goodness. I'm sporting a tremendous hoodie right now. <laughs> what? That was in the movie. <laughs> it was in the movie. Done oh, by the Indian guy. I, I thought maybe my sultry tones had turned you on. <laughs> Probably Hey, too. Laser Lips, your mama was a snowblower. <laughs> that was the best line of the whole fucking movie right there. Hey, was it How Stella Got a Groove Back? And we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>